This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Are you still there? To delete your message, press 7. To save it in the archives, press 9. To hear more options, press 0. What are you talking about? What's good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Battle for LA podcast, part of the Clutch Points Network. This is episode 30, I believe. Uh, week 14 of the NBA season. 30, whatever. Doesn't matter. There's another zero in there. Yeah. Uh, as usual, that voice you just heard on the other side is Ryan Ward, our Lakers reporter. How could you mistake this voice for anything else? You want to speak any softer today? What's up? How you doing, podcast listeners? How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> Watching too many friends, too much friends of late. Uh, I'm Tomer Zarli, Clippers reporter, as always. Uh, and we are at the, I, mean, I guess we're, we're about four days away from the uh, big matchup, big showdown between the epic Lakers and Clippers round three. Uh, but before we get to that, I um, want to go into the All-Star game starters. They've just been announced on Thursday. And uh, we'll start with the Eastern Conference. Uh in the East, Trey Young, Kemba Walker, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Siakam, Pascal Siakam, and Joel Embiid are the starters in the Western in the Eastern Conference, led by Captain Giannis Antetokounmpo. Any surprises there? I guess you could say Trey, but really, I still think he was worth it. It just trips me out when you look at that. Like that, that doesn't does feel like an All Star team, does it? Yeah, it feels like the bench for the West. <laughs> <laughs> like a bunch of reserves rather than but outside of Giannis. Well, Kemba's, Kemba's been playing well. Kyrie's been missed a lot of time. Well, he's good. He's just it doesn't have the feel of like a all-star starter, right? That's and Trey, Trey's only his second year. That's what's crazy. I think Trey 100% deserved it. No, um, he does. I mean, like, what is he averaging 30 points a game, like 29 points a game, something 20, like that? Just under 30 and just under 10 assists, I think, too. That's crazy. That's just insane. for a second-year player, that's insane. It goes to show you that there's not much else in the Hawks right now. The Hawks are terrible, yes. <laughs> but still. Um, jumping over to the Western Conference, uh, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, uh, Kawhi Leonard in the front court. And in the backcourt, we have Luka Doncic, and a 20-year-old Luka Doncic, and James Harden of the Houston Rockets. See, that's more um, like it. Superstar, let, superstar, superstar. Yeah, superstar. led by Captain uh, LeBron James, by the way. Um, <clears throat> Should have been Alex Crusoe, Captain. Yeah, he was He, he was, was headed for it if the goes, fans got the vote. Goes without saying, I think, really. If the, if the fans got the vote, yeah, he would have. Um, I don't think any surprises there. I think, like we talked about it before, these are pretty that much the five chalk. best players in the Western Conference. Yeah. Not even close. That might be the um, five best players in the league. Well, Luka outside Dunn. of Giannis. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, probably true, I think, actually. Who would you replace? If you could pick top five, who who would you take Giannis over there? Probably Luca or Luka. Harden? I think Luca. Yeah. I think Harden's up there. 
Uh, Luca's still still pretty young. Still, still, still some flaws in his game. So I don't think you could eliminate that. I just think you could see that kid's going to be a superstar for a long time. I think he is. Yeah, he's yeah, he's already there. Can only one get of those better. guys that hangs around for twenty years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Kawhi, Kawhi, the Clippers made the All Star team despite playing only thirty four or forty five games so far. That's not terrible. That's not that bad. Um, I know Paul George is rumored to. Uh, be making the all-star team, but I feel like he's missed way too many games. He's at about 19 missed games now. As a reserve, I don't think he, I don't think he's played enough to make a reserve well, spot. If he makes it, somebody got snubbed. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I mean, Gobert's been playing well. He mm-hmm. he should deserve. He deserves to make it. Um, Nikola Jokic deserves to make it. He's been playing well. Does Brandon Ingram deserve to make Brandon it? Brandon Ingram deserves to make it as well. Fringe he's guy, been, right? he's been playing pretty well. I think if the Pelicans win a couple more games in the next week before the reserves are announced, mm-hmm. or I don't know when they're when they're voted for, but Ingram's been on a tear. Ingram has been fun to watch. He's got a he's got a case. Uh, I don't, Chris Paul, Russell Westbrook. That's crazy. Chris Damian Paul Lillard is an All Star again, or more than likely is right. Yeah, more than likely is. Um, you if think you look Westbrook the, really deserves to be an All Star? Um, that's tough. I'm not a big fan of Westbrook, so I would I would say no, because I think he hurts your team more than he helps your team. Yeah, I, I think just because he's exciting for the fans, he'll get the All Star vote. Uh-huh. He's a, he's a fan sort of favorite to watch. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know if he's he's I think yeah he's been playing at an All Star level. I think so. He's done enough. Um, here's a voting breakdown. Uh, LeBron. One AD two Kawhi three, uh, they finished one two and three respectively in the fan rank, player rank, and media rank. Uh, Nikola Jokic finished fourth overall in in uh, in total voting, fan, player, and media media. And Paul George finished fifth, though he was close. He was close, but again, the Lakers and Anthony Davis, LeBron have been playing super incredible all season. Yeah, there's no uh, question. Kawhi Leonard, obviously, I think obvious starter. Um, I think interesting name up there, finished number six in total voting, Carmelo Anthony. Wow. Popularity contest. I mean, it really is. Well, you know what's funny? It's because I think he has just as many haters as he has people that love him. So for that even to happen. Oh, he's got a lot of haters. Yeah. He's got a lot of haters. got a couple in our office that they're not (laughs) not fans of him. Um, But check out this. This stat from uh, Stat Muse. Well, it's not like a stat. It's like more of like, you know, um, history. 20-year-old all-star starters in NBA history. Check out the Lakers on this list. Magic Johnson, Shaquille O'Neal, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, Luka Doncic, Isaiah Thomas. That's that's incredible. That is select company right there. A lot of talent going through uh, the Lakers. The Lakers. Um, not surprised though. No, they, they not not really. I mean, it's just it's like one of those things that you look at and you go, "Wow, okay, cool." But yeah, but you're just not like shocked. Um, a, a far less interesting interesting stat than that, I will say. Um, Kawhi though, in his ninth NBA season, averaging career highs in points, rebounds, and assists with the Clippers. How many rebounds? Seven and a half. Because you don't really think of him as a rebound seven and a half guy. rebounds, five assists, career high, and twenty seven point one points. I think that's that's one thing about Kawhi that kind of gets passed over. Like you don't you don't get like crazy about it. He doesn't average a lot in all the categories, really, right? But he's an impact player. But he just does it. He just he just wins games, locks down defenders or uh, you know opposing players. 
but he doesn't he just doesn't wow you with stats well he has wowed um in his games against the lakers um <laughs> which I, I mean jumping right into it uh the More lakers ways and, than one yeah the lakers and clippers are playing we're just gonna jump right into it playing on tuesday night back at staples center lakers home game big 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 game big game you've done this every time they've played big game uh 7 p.m start time. time big game his headphones almost came off but big game <laughs> uh as you guys all know clippers are 2-0 and against them uh they won the first matchup without paul george held lebron and they did two points in the fourth quarter uh and then in the second game the <clears> lakers <throat> had a i believe it was a 13 point second half lead 14 point second half lead the christmas and, christmas day yes they led by, I think, 13, early in the third. Let's be honest. They really didn't lead by anything. That wasn't much of a lead. Oh. Um, I guess Kawhi and PG, I guess not. But, uh, yeah, the Lakers had a second-half lead, and then the Clippers came back, um, shut them down in the fourth quarter, won that game as well. <clears throat> uh, Lakerland went nuts. Uh, I know I know a few people on Twitter before the game were like, we got this, we got this. And then once they lost, it was like, are you guys really counting regular season games? Really? <laughs> the narrative funny. changes immediately. Immediately. But if but you know you know if they won that game. Oh, it'd be going nuts. Oh my going nuts. God. It's over. It's over. Um You know what trips me out uh both those games is the body language from the Lakers. The body language from the Lakers was terrible in both those games. You could just see that it's like the shoulders, you know, shrugging. Like just the the energy was gone. It's I don't know. Something about that Clipper team takes out, takes a lot out of this Lakers team. Clippers team is built to handle this kind of team. Yeah, I kind of think. So. I mean, they don't have the size that the Lakers do, right? And that size has only shown how good it can be since Christmas, right? But that size really hasn't made that much of an impact either. It's not like it's been well. I mean, backbreaking. It's, it's it's imposing when it comes to you know the paint, right? Right, right, right. But then again, like the other night when they lost. Who was it to the last year? Not the Knicks. Celtics? Celtics. And they just got crushed on the board. That was just an effort game. I think you have one of those every once in a no, while. No, it's true. But you have that much size and you get killed on the glass. Like, what the hell is going on? Again, it's an effort thing. Is it just that? It's just Ennis I mean, Cannon? you want to talk about getting killed on the glass, uh, let's talk about the Clippers yesterday. Without PG, without Kawhi, and without Patrick Beverly, um, they gave up 23 offensive rebounds. To John Collins and the Atlanta Hawks. You know if that's a season high? A season high? Uh, I can check, but geez, that that's a lot of offensive rebounds. Yeah. The Hawks took 24 more shot attempts than them. You cannot win a game when a team takes 24 more shots than you. Well, and especially you know against a team where their best player, who basically is 80 percent of their their chance Offense. to win yeah. any game on any even night, is not playing. Uh, yeah, you don't have Kawhi, you don't have PG. That's not an excuse, though. And you don't have Pat Bev, but you got Lou Williams, got Trez. You should be able to put something together. By the way, that was a season high. Uh, 23 offensive rebounds given up. Previous high was 18 against New Orleans. That's a big difference. A few months back. Um, so, yeah, you, you just can't do that. Um, but let's just go right into, the, the again, the Lakers matchup. Does it mean anything for the Clippers? I I don't think so. I mean, obviously, it does have some meaning. You want to beat this team again. Uh, with a 2-0 lead and one game remaining after this, this win will basically give you the season series. It does give you the season series. So if it does come down to tiebreakers at the end, you have the upper hand. I don't. I think this is 
uh, it's not about standings. It's not about another win in the win column. I think it's honestly about having an edge against a team and having that kind of psychological thing going into, say, a potential playoff series. You think the Lakers would remember that, that they swept them oh, in the regular season if, if that kidding? happens? Of course. That's got to be in the back of your head. Like, damn, it, we just can't beat these guys. No matter what we do, no matter what we try, we just can't beat them. Like I said, the body language thing, that's huge. I mean, against Boston, the body language there was awful, right? It's the same kind of thing. It's like once it's once the team seems to accept that they got beat by a better team that night, they just shut down. Shut down. Yeah. And I think that happened every time they played the, the Clippers, you know, the two times that they played them. Well, I think, yeah, I, I do think I do think there is some meaning in that obviously you want to beat these guys. Well, I think Pat Bev and Manchester are always sort of, for lack of a better term, sort of get off on beating the Clipper, beating the Lakers. Like why just, you? just you know, you, you saw it at the, at the end of the last game. Pat was waving oh, down yeah, the crowd. Trez was going like this, like let's hear it, let's yeah. hear it. Um, it's a huge. No matter what they say, no matter what any player says on either side, this is a big game for both teams. It will not do much for the standings at all, but it is it's bragging rights for the rest of the season until they play again. When's the fourth matchup? The fourth the fourth matchup is in uh, is March? March, I believe. It's early March. It's an afternoon game, actually. Uh, so See, that game to, won't even mean early for that one. If they March eighth, if at the Clippers win this game, that game won't mean shit. Like honestly, I wouldn't be surprised. Clippers rest both PG and Kawhi. That game. Down that game? Yeah. I don't think so. It's still too early. March 8th. No, why not? Like, say if they're comfortable in the standings. Because they have point. two days off before that. I'm just saying. I I mean, think about what kind of slap in the face that would be to the Lakers if they decided just to rest them. Uh, no. That would be a slap in the face. I don't. There's no way they do. It's an ABC game on Saturday. Oh, okay. And well, they lose their minds. No way. That's a midday? Um, yeah, 1230. Yeah, oh, wake up early that day, man. Be there by 10. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I will say... If it if the Lakers win this, they kind of they make it interesting for the rest of the season, just in terms of the competition with the Clippers. If the Clippers win, it's 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 basically Rob Palenka is picking up a phone trying to figure out how he's going to beat this team in the playoffs. That's what I think. So if they lose, they're going to try to make some moves. I wouldn't be shocked. I already think they're going to try and make a move, but I think it if they lose to the Clippers, it's going to be enough of an impact. There's going to be so much blowback. Uh, the next day, all the talking heads are going to go nuts, right? It is a weekday too, so yeah. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be crazy. But if they even it out, then it's going to be more of that narrative, like maybe they're not that far behind them, or maybe this is an equal matchup, or maybe the Lakers are better. But if the Clippers win, it's going to be completely lopsided. Should this game mean more to LeBron? Mike, it's, more, it's all on the Lakers. Should this all mean more them. to LeBron? Mike Groin was injured, James. Um, <laughs> what do you mean? After losing the last one because his groin was injured? He solely blamed it on his groin. Well. And then came out two days later and played well against the Blazers. Yeah, I don't I don't believe much to what LeBron says after games, after Look, losses. I, I think he took a hit. I do. He, he took a hard hit from Pat. But well, yeah, he also but scored I, 10 points I, in I the fourth quarter. I also think that LeBron's got a really serious problem when it comes to Kawhi Leonard. Do you? Yeah. I think he's he's... Legit worried about guarding him and looking ridiculous. Because I don't think he can keep up with him. I think Kawhi is a little bit... He's, he's better defensively, right? And he's in his prime. You are listening to a Lakers reporter, Ryan Ward. I'm just being here. honest, man. I'm not going to beat around the bush. It's, it's, it's obvious. If you don't see it, you're not paying attention. 
Watch him. First game out, LeBron did not try and stick Kawhi at all. He had KCP on Kawhi Leonard. What the hell is that? Well, how much of that was conserving energy to make sure offensively they had some? Give me that conserving energy shit. There's all, you know, there's, there's, there's a time to make an impact, right? You get LeBron on him, you get a few stops, you get that momentum, you get the team rallied up, everybody's going nuts. Instead, no, he just sat back and watched. Like, no, go ahead, guard him, KCP. You're undersized against think, arguably the best player in the league. I think, That's okay. I think Kawhi made seven shots in a row. Like he four of them, five of them on KCP. Like it was embarrassing. <laughs> and, and KCP's not an awful defender. No, but, but he's Kawhi. Just, he's just yeah, outmatched completely. Yeah, you can't put that on KCP. It's yeah, you got, you got a decent defender against arguably the best player in the league, right? That's tough. So... So this game means a lot more to the Lakers than oh, yeah. the Clippers. Big time. I'd go 80 80-20. 80%, wow. 80% means hell of a lot more for the Lakers than it does the Clippers. They have to that's a must-win game. Must, must win. win or blow it up. Not blow it up, but definitely find some way to beat these guys because otherwise imagine seven game series. All right, so is it as simple as LeBron has to guard Kawhi? I think it would go it would do wonders. For the team, and if LeBron's successful guarding him, do wonders for LeBron. Why not? One, take the challenge. Every great player in history takes these challenges. Why? Why doesn't he do it? Give me, give me a reason. Conserving energy. Like I, I don't, I don't get that shit. <laughs> like it's basketball. Go play basketball. Don't think about you know ten steps down the road. Think about right now. Well, I will say that. Yeah, no, stuff. I think. The Clippers have a lot of bodies they can throw at LeBron and tire him out. Like they've been able to use Mo Harkless on LeBron, mm-hmm. who's not a—he's a solid defender. He's long, he's athletic, and give Kawhi and Le, Kawhi and PG some some time off LeBron. Then they can switch it up. You know, put Kawhi on LeBron, put PG think, on LeBron. Do you think that Kawhi would hesitate for a second to guard LeBron? Absolutely not. Exactly. We've seen him defend him well. That's before. such a big difference in mentality, man. And he's load management king right now. Like right, he's sitting out back to backs and all that. So. He's not thinking about conserving energy during a game. I mean, this load management stuff. I mean, we, I talked to you about it last week. Like, yeah. it's not. I mean, it's not. A it's not outrageous. He's, he's on pace to play the same amount of games last year as he did this year. But what I'm saying is, he's not during a basketball game. The, the clock is running. He's not thinking about that shit. Yeah. He's yeah. just thinking, I'm going to destroy you in both ends. That's what LeBron should be doing. He used to do it. Why not do it now? I think it's funny that um, I don't know if you saw. There's an athletic article. Buddy Yovan and Sam Emick wrote that. Uh, was it? Questioning the Clippers. Well, saying that there was some chemistry issues in the locker room. I thought room. that was Joe Varden. No, that was Joe Varden. Was it a different one? That was Yovan. Oh, it wasn't Joe Varden? Today's? No. It was, there was one today? Yes, yes, yes. It was today's piece. But it's kind of it's, echoing it's, it's cli- what Varden Clippers, said too, right? No, no. It's a Clippers. It's, they're saying the Clippers have chemistry issues. Oh, like okay. uh, after Trez's comments saying we're not a good team with this that oh. apparently Doc chewed him out in the locker and then room. Trez didn't talk to you guys for like a month. Trez didn't talk to us because we quote unquote took it out of context. You know, it's the fans that take it out of context. No offense, fans, but sometimes, I, I mean, run with the narrative. I, all I did was post his. All I did was post his quote with the video. You're a bad person. The video was for con. No, I, to be fair, I don't think it was my video that pissed him off. I think it was another person's video. But we won't get into that. Um, anyways, basically, there was rumors that the Clippers are having some chemistry issues. Um, and those were denied today. Pat Bev actually just tweeted out like 30 minutes ago. Fake, fake, fake yeah. news. I don't like that term, fake news. 
I do easy. think I do think I do think Trev's it's like a blanket term for like calling bullshit. Right? Exactly. I mean, is there an even more blanket term like cap? <laughs> I don't. I still don't totally understand what that means. Oh God, you boomer! Oh yeah, see, I'm a boomer. Oh All right, fine. Boomer. Yeah, I don't latch okay. on to every new. So term. when there's a cap, that means lie, and when it lie. when it's no cap, that means no lie. No lie. So like when when but why when, what's remember the when, remember when the rumor what's the came origin out? of that term though I don't get it. I don't know you I'm, don't even know see that's person. what I'm saying I'm not the person to ask about this all I know is I know what it means like when when Kawhi when well, you're a step ahead of me remember when Stephen A Smith's rumor about Kawhi saying why won't LeBron guard me came out uh-huh. last week and then Lou Williams just tweeted out a hat emoji <laughs> saying cap and everyone was like oh it's cap and then some someone actually asked him about that like Lou what did you what are your thoughts on that after you tweeted out cap and he goes. He goes, he goes, what do you mean my thoughts? He goes, you know what cat means? He goes, yeah. The guy goes, yeah. He goes, all right, then that's it. That's cat. Nothing else to say. Well, at least he didn't blow it off and act like it was a big deal. No, Lou is so chill. Lou's, Lou's funny. Lou, Lou, Lou's a good conversation. Is this, is this the era of that kind of stuff, though? The, the, the subtweeting and the, and the the subtle hints of things? And You know when I first found out about cap? And yes, I, 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 I think it might be It's only just like started that. this year, right? No, so, so during the playoffs, I, uh, I asked... I asked Trez, Lou, and Pat after game two of the Warriors series uh-huh. when they won. They came back from 31. I said, you know, there was a lot of guys who, oh, sorry, it was after game five when they won at Golden State. I said, a lot of guys, you know, wrote you guys off when you were traded for CP. Everyone said, C, you know, the Rockets won that trade. Clippers got a bit, a bit of scraps. And then Pat just goes, cap, and backs up. And, doesn't, and lets me finish my question. And then I was like, what did he say? What does that mean, cap? So that's when you heard it for the first And then time? I asked one of my buddies, and he goes, oh, that means lie. And I was like, ah, that makes a lot of sense. So I had to find out the hard way during an interview. Well, I will at least say- you're finding out during a podcast what cat means. <laughs> hey, well, at least I admit it. I'm not going to say, like, I'm not going to play with it and act like I know what the hell you're talking about. Like, well, now you know. It's just that there's a new term that comes out every week. Can you use it in a sentence now? Huh? Can you use it in a sentence? I lost my cap, god damn it. Oh, my god. <laughs> Boomer. Oh, my god. Say so you yeah. lost your cap, no cap. That means I actually lost That's my cap. Head. That's cap, man. All right, we're moving on. This is really bad. It's ridiculous. Um, unexpected hero for, or an X factor for the upcoming Lakers-Clippers game. Oh, you changed yours, huh? Yes, I did. I, why don't you go first? I'll go with mine after. I'm going to go with Quinn Cook. No cap? <laughs> no cap. Oh, he got it. There got you go. It. Yeah, no lie. Congratulations. I'll just say no lie because then you everybody understands. Why? They don't have to go look everyone it up. Everyone knows what that means. On Google or whatever. Well, almost everyone. Okay, anyways, Quinn Cook. Yeah, Quinn Cook. I think it's going to come down to uh, them going to need a lot of outside shooting. Somebody consistently just nails it from three. Is Rondo available to play right now? Yeah. I think he just got cleared again today. He's playing from the finger fracture, right? Uh-huh. But we don't know if Rondo's going to be around much longer. Oh, he might be traded is what you're saying. Or waived or something. I, I just... So what What about Quinn Cook's game besides his, I guess, shooting? I love Quinn, Cook, Quinn Cook's game. I don't think he gets enough time out there. But when mm-hmm. he does get time, I think he makes most of his minutes. He hits That guy hits one or two shots in a row and it's it's over. That guy's he's lights out. LeBron James loves him. So you know he's not going anywhere. That's true. Right? I forgot about that, yeah. <laughs> Whoever LeBron loves usually sticks around. He's got a name for him, too. Damn it, what the hell did he call him? Because they've known each other since Quinn Cook was in high school. Really? Yeah. Oh, they played together on the Cavs. Yeah, yeah. They played together on the Cavs. And LeBron was talking about how 
um, Quinn Cook would go down in the G League, right, and just wait and wait, wait for his turn. And when he got it, he you know he stepped up. And then he eventually ended up on the on the Warriors, right? And yeah. won a title. Yeah, but he had yeah he initially played with uh, with Braun on the Cavs. But that that left an impression, obviously. I mean that, and then knowing him beforehand or whatever. But damn, what the hell did he call him? All right, well, while you think that over, I'm gonna my X factor for the it's boomer uh, and, the, and these memories. You know, they just kind of fade after a week. Um, and I believe that's no cap right there. All right, I'm done with this. Um, not not a big impact player so far, uh, but I think uh, Jermichael Green is going to be a big big factor in this this matchup. Uh, he's a guy who I think the Clippers haven't used enough against the Lakers. He's the guy who helped spark that big run at the end of the second game. Don't hear his um, name much. When they play yeah, he doesn't play as much because they've gone with Patrick Patterson more. But Jermichael Green, uh, ability to stretch out the floor, especially when the, when the Lakers are playing two bigs, uh, really open up the floor. Even when they're playing one big and Anthony Davis at the five, um, they really open up the floor by having Jermichael at the five and then maybe Trez and some of the other guys around him. Do you, do you think that Clippers size will be its Achilles heel? No, because I don't think they have a size issue. They have a playing time issue. They're not playing Zubats enough. That's it? I think that's it. Size is not a problem for them. They have they have Zubac has been a capable big man, just hasn't played enough. Uh some of their best defensive numbers are when he's on the court. Like it's no secret that yesterday, um, for example, in yesterday's game, he started out with it with a with a lineup that didn't play as well. Um and then in the second quarter, once that he was in with a different unit, he was like a plus fourteen, plus fourteen in like five minutes. He's gotten the shorter than the stick ever since he got in the league. Yeah. And he that, gets these moments. And these flashes and the opportunities, and then he blows up, and then all of a sudden you don't hear from him again because the coach decides to sit him or, you know, doesn't use him in correct times. No, it's it's tough. Or they um, put him in t- difficult situations where he's it's almost like he's set up to fail. You know, it's it's not it's not fair. And he's a good dude. The guy's one of the nicest guys. No, he's also um, he's also really good. He just hasn't had a yeah, chance. He's got a hell of a skill set. Um, so I think I think. But I think Jermichael Green, his ability to place the floor out will be big against the Lakers. Um, hopefully, because I think he was kind of coming off an injury the second game, but he showed that he can hit the outside shot. If he comes out, you know, hits three or four threes, that's bad news for the Lakers because that means he's opening up the floor. Mm-hmm. That means Lewis driving lanes, Kawhi driving lanes. That happened against Boston. It was yeah. like they just, once they, they hit a few in a row, it was over. It was open. It's like um, everyone was open. And I they was, had trouble uh, communicating and everything. That was terrible. It's one of the worst. That's probably the worst game I've seen this year. Yeah, like, that's not saying much because they've been. I mean, because they've been terrific yeah, all year. Yeah, but it's. I mean, it gives teams film to look at. Say, hey, look, this is how we oh, take them true. down. That's true. Right. Um, the big question mark though is Paul George. Will he be available? He's already been ruled out for tomorrow against Miami Heat. Um, well, how much longer we have? Like two? No, five days. Five days. Yeah. So they have a game tomorrow against Miami on Friday. They have a game Sunday against Orlando, and then they're back in LA against the Lakers. I think he'll play. So if he doesn't return for that Orlando game, the first game back, probably on a minutes restriction, is against the Lakers. I would, I would sit him, sit him, sit him Orlando, play him in LA. Is the first game back? Why? It's a good You're test. You're bound to be rusty. Well, he's gonna he's be rusty. Been since, he's been out since January fourth. Gonna be rusty no matter what. I mean, yeah, that's true. I mean, a hamstring injury is tricky though. I would say that's that's not something you mess with, especially on a title contender, one of your key guys, right? So I yeah. don't know. I, I, guess I, I would say that that's that's a key game. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how Doc does his his thing. So 
Or if, I, whether, I you know, Paul tra- George comes to him and says, hey, look, I want to play this game. I wonder if any team will make any trades by then. It's only five days away, but you never know. Well, t- trade deadline's what, uh, the 6th? February 6th, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, in two games so far, leading score for the Clippers, obviously. Uh, Kawhi Leonard, 32.5 points on 55% shooting. Nine rebounds, five assists. Uh, next high score, Montrezl Harrell, 17.5 points. Paul George, 17 points in one game played. And Lou Williams with 13.5 points in two games played. Over on the Lakers side, uh, Kuzma is averaging 25 points against the Clippers, but again, only played one game. Um, AD's averaging 24.5. LeBron's averaging 20.5. Almost a triple-double, actually, against the Clippers. Uh, Danny Green is averaging 17 points a game. So um, the, the co-stars, the surrounding pieces have been there so far. The co-stars. Um, <laughs> but we'll see if they show up for game number three, round yeah. number three on, well, I on think Tuesday. A key to taking them down would be just Anthony Davis just being insane, just going for forty. Everyone said everyone said nobody can guard AD, but so far they've limited him. They have. I mean, it's small sample size, but if he goes off like that, forty points, you know, gets a lot of his points from the line, gets people in foul trouble. I mean, he had four seconds, and then he starts game. kicking. Yeah, it's all the perimeter guys, and LeBron's doing his thing. I, it's gonna be a hell of a game. You know what they're doing though? They're baiting him into taking mid range jumpers. They're giving him the ball. Yeah, they're giving the ball like 15, 18 feet away, and they're backing off saying, no, you're not driving inside. Take Mm -hmm. the shot. And he scored scored four second-half points last game in like 20 minutes. He had had a a put-back dunk, I believe it was, and like a fourth-quarter jumper, and that was it. He didn't do anything else. He gets going around five feet around the the basket, and he consistently gets got his moves down. I mean, you can't stop him. That's the thing. He's got to be able to do that. Um, I guess key for the Lakers, again, would just be – for the Clippers, excuse me. Um. Yeah, Kawhi probably Leonard. just continue to continue to, you know, LeBron will get his. Um, you know, he'll facilitate, but I guess make it tougher on AD because uh, I think the Lakers go as he goes. So if, you get, if you get LeBron, fifteen to twenty points, ten assists, maybe a couple steals. That's a good game. Yeah, I think that's all he needs to do, and then AD has to be the key. I think yeah, I think AD needs to get going for them. Like as, as they go as he goes. Mm-hmm. Like LeBron likes to get him going early. If he doesn't get going early, I feel like the Clippers will be. Well, then they, cut, they start settling for like step back threes from LeBron, and it's like, what? What are you doing? Like, oh, love those shots, especially when he looks at, his, at the oh, ball it's just before so he shoots. So damn it. predictable. I don't know how defenders don't pick that up faster. <laughs> well, because he can drive right by I you. I can too. call it five seconds before he's going to do it. Right, but he's also going to drive right by you as soon as he feels. It's not step anymore, up. man. I don't think he can do that as easily as people think anymore. There's a lot of people that stop him, and then he's kind of flustered, and then the shot clock gets down to five seconds, and you're forced to do something yeah, stupid. Yeah, screwed. Right? Um, well, I guess it'll be it'll be a fun, Going fun matchup. Epic. Yeah. Um, we should we, we should figure out what we're gonna do in terms of a pod after that. Should we do an instant pod right after, or the very next day? Let's just put each other on the spot right now. I don't know because. Because you know that's going to be a the, long night for length, both of us. The length it takes Kawhi and PG to get out of the locker room. <laughs> I might be there till like midnight, dude. Well, might I'm, be a while. I'm always there till like one at least. Uh, you dip at like midnight. No. Swear to God. All right, you guys heard it here first. He's here till at least one. I will let you know what happens. I write two before I go home. Okay, okay. Uh, before we hop off, um, big day yesterday in the NBA. Big day. Not Lakers or Clippers related, uh, but... NBA related. Zion Williamson, number one oh, overall pick. Big Z. Made his 
NBA debut. Uh, and it was it was really fun. It was very fun to watch. I actually left the office before he got Just going. Just before he got going, yeah. yeah I saw funny. one bucket, and that was it. And then he went to the bench. I'm like, I'm out. Yeah, you left in the third quarter, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, around there. Yeah. He went for 14 points, 17 points in the fourth quarter, excuse me. Um, four of four shooting from beyond the arc, six of eight from the field. Um, man, that was fun. Me, Jorge, Nome, and and, and I got to take a look at the highlights. Here. Did he did he have any kind of crazy dunks or any? No, kind no of dunks. Acrobat- he, he had an alley oop that he caught over someone down low, kind of acrobatically. Finished and then he it. had to just finish off the glass or something. Yeah, it was pretty acrobatic though. And then the he had a step back three, a jab step a three, step back three. Like like he got the ball like inside the arc, took one dribble and stepped backwards, wow. and then nailed it. And he's got it funky was, uh, form. It didn't look funky yesterday. Well, four for four. I mean, I looked wet. <laughs> it was good. It was really good for him yesterday. No, I'm, um, I'm happy for him because I think that guy's genuinely a good dude, right? And he, yeah, obviously extremely talented. A lot talented. of pressure on him, but I think he's... Do you know his career high made threes in Duke at Duke was three? And he already surpassed that. That's crazy. Yeah, he's, I didn't know that. According to the NBA, he has... I think the NBA stats tweeted this. He has the most makes in an NBA debut from three without a miss. Four. Ever? In an NBA debut. Yeah, but still. Yeah, four for four. Most makes without a miss. That's crazy. I gotta, I gotta look at the highlights again. Well, what, what rookies are going four for four from beyond the arc in their debuts? Trey Young, Luca. Nah, they're they're breaking shots. They're breaking a bunch of shots. I don't know, man. I wouldn't be shocked. Would you be shocked if those guys? Yes, did that yeah, in their because debut? they're inefficient as hell. Those guys are not efficient. Oh, and Zion's efficient. No, but he's shooting? taking good. He's, if you saw the threes he took, they were open. They were wide open. Like I, I would no think they'd him. have to be because they'd be more afraid of him driving and dunking on somebody than than him shooting from deep, right? Um. Yes, but there were a couple like confusing. They they confused some matchups and like guys left him open. I think Jakob Pertl left him open once. Lamarcus backed off him. So I would back off. I would force him to shoot. Go ahead. <laughs> He's breathing all heavy. Go ahead, bro. Shoot your shot. Talk about shoot your shot. Okay. <laughs> um. Any closing closing marks for the? No, no. I'm just honestly, I'm looking forward to the game on Tuesday. All right, predictions for the game. What happens? Shit. That's a good question. I'm going to say if PG plays, I'm going to say Clippers 110. That's another thing, man. That's hard because there's so many intangibles there. Yes, I know. I'm going to say Clippers 110, Lakers 105. I think they win that game. That's pretty good. But I had them. I had the Lakers winning Christmas Day, but I saw I the did, way they were shut down. I did too. And I'm not confident. Like, look, I think they'll. I think. I think they'll. If I had to put money on them, I'd pick the Lakers to win. I wonder. But what I the, think the Lakers no, can pull it got, out. There's no spread this early, right? No, no, not yet, not yet. Like, if I had to pick pick odds, I'd I'd, I'd bet on the Lakers. But I think the Clippers are just match up I'm well betting, with them. I'm betting the the Clippers are going to be favored by a couple points. Maybe? If PG plays, yeah, yeah. If they are full strength, or as full strength as they can get. Uh, yeah, I would say they're favored for two or three points. Even on a way, a way, a right? road game. Yeah, quotation marks. Um, I don't know, man. That's that's tough. My head's telling me Clippers are going to take it, take it again. My head's telling me no, but my but heart my body is telling me yes. Um, I'll <laughs> go close to what you said, but I'll do the reverse. I'll say one ten, one oh eight. Clippers. Lakers. 
Lakers yeah. in a in a in a heartbreaker and, for and, the Clippers. And AD drops forty points. AD's not dropping forty points. Uh, proper twelve. Uh, you already owe me one for this one for Kuzma. <laughs> what, uh, Kuzma's two game rating. No, no, no. I don't want to do double or nothing because I'm getting that proper twelve. I was totally wrong about Kuzma. I will, I'll admit that. <laughs> you want to buy that bottle now? <laughs> I probably in should. In case you guys don't know about this. That's not going to change. We made a bet before the season started that Kuzma's 2K. I said his 2K rating would go down. It was, it was 84, right? It, it and now was it's 84. Like now it's 78. 78. Yeah. yeah. I said his 2K rating would go down. Ryan said it would go up. It has gone down six points. You screwed me over, Kuzma. Six points, dude. Uh, screwed you out of a $25 bottle of whiskey. It's all yeah, right. Yeah, well, that's whiskey I could have drank, not you. Well, <laughs> you should have thought about that before you made that bet. Um, I'll bring it to the office so that way I can have some too. <laughs> uh, well, that, that that's the episode for us, for you guys. Um, again, I have the Clippers winning 110-105. Ryan has the Lakers winning 110-108 with AD dropping 40, 40, 40 points. 4-0, 40 points. 40. He's not dropping 40. I can see the Lakers winning though. Um but yeah, that about, that, that wraps it up for us. He scores like 15 points. <laughs> <laughs> I would not be surprised, dude. I hope not. I would not be surprised. I want it to be I want it to be entertaining. That's all I want. I want an entertaining basketball game against two of the best. Entertaining from what perspective? Because if the Clippers win by 40, that's entertaining to me. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> you told me if the Lakers won by 40, that's not, that's not entertaining to you? No, for like oh, come two on. quarters, it's going to be entertaining. Red. Stop it. No, no, I'm serious. I don't like blowouts. Oh, okay, okay. That's fair. That's fair. I think they're boring as hell. Uh, I I would look forward to a blowout only because we can get out of Staples Center earlier. <laughs> get out of there way faster. Um, yeah, but again, that wraps it up for us uh, here at Clutch Points Headquarters. HQ. Uh, and episode 30 of the Battle for LA podcast. Battle of LA podcast. Sorry, we changed the name. We rebranded. We rebranded. We rebranded to Battle of LA. Um as always, you can follow Ryan Ward on Twitter and Instagram, and I think YouTube, uh, at Ryan Ward LA. All the same. Across this all man is posting YouTube videos by the hour. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, when the Lakers are in town. Uh, mostly Dwight shooting threes and practicing for the dunk contest soon, hopefully. Which absolutely blows up for some reason. People love seeing Dwight shoot threes. Uh, you can follow me at Tomer Zarly. That's T-O-M-E-R-A-Z-A-R-L-Y on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can follow me on YouTube, too. I only have seven subscribers, but I'd appreciate eight, nine, ten. Get him up uh, there. I'm going to start posting more on there, more post-game videos, more more, you know, pre-game highlights, stuff like that. Um, as always, uh, please subscribe to the podcast. Um, shoot us any comments, questions, concerns, suggestions uh, that you have for us. Always looking forward to it. Again, always looking forward to engage with the fans as well. Uh, again, Ryan, not so much, but that's all right. I, I can do it for him. Yeah, I'm getting better. I'm a boomer. I'm always ready to fight. That's cap. That's cap. <laughs> that's cap. Um, no cap. <laughs> no cap. <laughs> I'm proud. We taught you something today. I'm we trying. taught you what I'm cap trying. and no cap means. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's it for us. Hope you guys enjoyed it. And we'll uh, catch you guys next week on the post round three episode of uh, Battle for LA, where we'll see whether the Lakers or Clippers won that game. And we'll have a reaction for you guys. Post game comments um, and overreactions because I'm sure Ryan will have some. And I'm sure Tomer will as well. Oh, if the Clippers win that game, they're winning the title. It's over. They're winning the title for sure <laughs> if they win that game. No one's coming back from down 3 0. So. We shall see. All right. Have a good one, guys. See ya. Later. Nobody builds 5G like Verizon builds 5G. 
because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in America. And the more you do with 5G, the more building it right matters. The more your network matters. The more Verizon engineers going the extra mile matters. It's us pushing us. It's Verizon versus Verizon. 5G built right from America's most reliable network. Most reliable based on rankings from Rootmetrics second half 2020 U.S. report of three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement.